hi guys how are we doing hope all is well hope we are safe and sound and um we're enjoying god's and uh, god's presence and god's blessings so you're welcome to all about god my name is omalala and um i want to say if today is your first time of listening to this episode to this podcast i would like to say thank you so much for tuning in for listening and and i assure you that you're going to be blessed and I will also, also admonish you to um, go to our previous episode and check it out and listen to it. Take your take your time. Don't don't don't, don't rush it. You get so take your time in listening to it. And I will show you that you're going to be blessed and um, you're going to learn something. And if today, if today's not your first time and you've been listening to the episode steadily or often, um, you, how will I put it? Oh, you, you shall listen to the episode often. You. Thank you guys for tuning in. I would like to say thank you so much too because I know it takes a lot of um it takes it, it takes effort. It takes effort to be disciplined to something dedicated and keep listening to something often and often. I would like to say thank you so much for tuning in and um you'll be blessed and I hope you've been learning one or two things. Please um it is if you take dedicating your time to something, you should be learning something from it every time so um i hope you've been learning something from it thank you so much so guys um last week we just talked about a particular uh, topic and uh, which which was um follower of christ or should i say disciples of christ and i explained what follow who is a follower and i explained actually put of a follower and i also explained last night i think i explained was the rules of followers of god of christ let's just put it like that and i explained that followers is a person who imitates or copy or takes someone as a model and and this in this when we're talking about followers of christ we're talking about christ we're talking about christ being our model we're talking about god being our model do you understand so um and i explained that the flower of christ is someone who is given who has given their life to christ and abides by his commandment and i said the first thing the most important thing then is that it's that you cannot be a follower of Christ if you've not given your life to Christ. I said, I said it. So, um, if you've not given your life to Christ and you, and like a conscious effort, this is not the the fact that you know when I was growing up, I actually had this belief that once you're a Christian, once you're born in a Christian home, it's like see you are actually a follower of Christ, like you are a child of God. But as time goes on, I got to notice that you actually there's this there's a place where you actually bring yourself to say, Father, you are my savior you confess it like use your mouth to confess it that's why i say there's power in whatever you say there's power in the tongue whatever you say with your mouth so there's a point in which you have to like come outside and say oh um father you're my lord and savior something like that and it might not necessarily be you coming out or outside for altar calls for you dedicate deciding in your heart that i want to be for christ so um we talked about the attributes of followers of Christ. We said they they have they believe in God, um, they abide in Christ, they do exploits for Him. They are disciplined, they are disciplined and dedicated. They have a relationship with Christ. They bear the fruits of the Spirit. And I also explained that the rose, which is um, they, they do exploits for God. They heal the sick and all. So if you did not listen to last week's episode, please do go back and listen to it. I just did like a small summary. There's still some things to learn, so please do go back and listen to it. And I assure you that you are going to be blessed and you are going to learn something. So, um, that no further ado, let's move on to today's episode so I will not take our time. And um, like I used to say, I always hope that our episodes would 
and it would always be a short short episode but i don't know somehow 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 it just gets so lengthy that sometimes we spend like 20 minutes uh, 25 minutes or i think sometimes i think we have an episode that's like 31 minutes or 30 minutes or so so but that was my plan initially when i was um when i decided to be good when it comes to this um podcast because i think i've actually i think earlier in the episode in the in the um in the podcast the first few episodes i explained and i actually did, did not want to like um i don't think i've actually done that probably there'll be a day for that and um i actually didn't want to like obey the call to um start the podcast because i was like <laughs> me teach somebody come outside and start talking about god because that's like i felt something that is very very hard for me to do but alas i find myself obeying and doing it and it has been wholesome like wholesome anyway so today we're going to be talking about hydro <laughs> i know someone will be saying hydro are we talking about golden image like the people visualized did when um when they left egypt and all those things not necessarily but um as idol was in the holding days in the old testament we also have we also have idols in the new testament in this age too so idol is not anything that has to do with a giving image that has to do with a something golden something that's not necessarily sure you understand so we're going to be talking about that today so we're going to be talking about idol and um and as usual whenever i want to pick a topic i always like defining it in both layman's language before we even go to the uh, christian-ish language our own it the meaning it the meaning it has in christianity so um my definition for uh, my layman definition is that idol is a person or thing that is greatly admired loved or revered revered means yeah it means um, something that you respect and it can be a person that you love or something that you cannot do without just something that you just hold as um highest um assistant they used to say like highest authority or something like you hold you hold uh you hold to high esteem or something i can't even remember how the pit puts it there puts it but when it comes to christianity aspects another is anything that takes the place of god in your life that's just that's just the plain truth that's just the simple definition to it whatsoever is in your life that takes the place of god as a Christian, as a believer, is an idol. Now, it might be a person or a thing. It might be something or someone that he cherishes, that he cherish. Like, let's let's let put it. That's a mistake there. Something or someone you cherishes most, and you worship, can be an idol. It's an idol in your life. Something that 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 is like number one in your life. That you would that old spirit in your life is an idol. If it's not God, then you, that thing is an idol. Whatever it is, whatever, whoever the person is, the person is an idol in your life. As long as the number one spot in your life, in your heart, is not God, whatever is taking that number one spot is an idol. And um, like I, I penned it down here that anything that takes your gaze from God is an idol. Idol doesn't necessarily have to be related to God or God's. You know, um, you know, the Bible says, Don't can you congrave an image? Ah, Jesus, why am I just forgetting those Bible verses like that? You know, when God was giving commandments to the people of Israelites on Mount Sinai, He listed things they should not do, and 
Graven idol was um an idol was not that no worship any other idol. No worship idols. She gets was part of it and um funny how before uh you know we can go back and read the story of the commandments and funny how uh, there was a time I uh, um before Moses left the mm-hmm. Mount Sinai before he came down people the people of Israelites were already um, they already built something as an idol that served as an idol before he came down and God actually told them not to do this she understands so um I think that not necessarily have to be um, a golden image or something and um it is um so it is basically anything or anyone who takes the place of God in your life whatsoever takes the place of God in your life is an idol and it is actually hard most times it's actually hard for people to discover who or what is an idol in their life it's really really hard because oftentimes just we just say that ah, this is not an idol just this is not um it's not doing it it is no it's we look at it that this is not acting it is how will i put it now it is not um something that can harm like yeah it cannot harm you quite all right but um it's harming your relationship with god just like we tend to like oh like no this is not it's not that's not it's nothing now i say but i'm just doing this i'm just doing that i'm just doing that that's what most times we just um we just belittle to those things we just underestimate those things and we see that they're not an idol in our life so um sometimes hard to discover it who or what is an idol in our life see this is what i i, I, I want to say today even our spouse our children our work our church our pastors our parents can be an idol in our life as long as you hold them in high esteem over god as long as you depend on them over God, they are an idol in our life. You know, because God wants us, wants, wants us to look to Him for every single thing we need. Now, and now there's this particular thing that happens in Nigeria, like like in Nigeria when it comes to Christianity, and which is um, our pastors being an idol in our life. Yeah, I see it. I, I see it a lot actually, because um. Before you know, before uh, you check what the Bible says about something, you want to, you want, you are going to go. What, what did your Bible, what did your pastor say about this thing? Have you gone to back to God and ask God about the particular thing? Instead of going to God, you go back to your pastor. Do you understand? And don't forget that this pastor see has the same God too. She understands. So make sure that your pastors, your 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 jobs, your church, your spouse, your children, your parents are not idols in our lives. We should need to make sure of that. So I'm going to do away with idols. That is something that he, he, just like you know some people will say that um we're not living under the law because the like the commandment was like a law. So we're not living under the law. Yes, we're not living under the law, but at the same time whatever God doesn't like whatever God doesn't want us to do, we have to stay away from it. And then as much as some people will tell me that Enchibit was in the Bible, in the Old Testament, that people that God actually talked about idols. But no. See, check Old Testament, check New Testament. God actually talked about idols. And okay, so you can check Exodus chapter 20, verse 3. I'm in my Bible today, so I think I'll just read it out. Instead of checking my phone app. This is verse 20, verse 3. It says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. He said, Before me. So underline that word before. 
before me. So whatever is number one in your life that is not God is an idol. It's just simple as that. Is it is a God? And then um, let's check um Matthew chapter 4, verse 10. For you to know that it's not only in the old testament that God actually talked about idols. Matthew chapter 4. I'm coming on. Matthew chapter 4, verse. Okay. Matthew chapter 4, verse 10. It says. Then said Jesus unto them, Get thee end, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. So it's saying that you are to worship but only God. Only God. So if there's any particular person that you worship more than God, <laughs> my sister, my brother, that is a sin. That is that that, that is a problem. So um and also let's check Luke chapter 4, verse 8. Luke chapter 4, verse 8. Okay. This and Jesus answered and said, said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. It is, it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, in only shalt thou serve. So you can see that um, this was even when um, all this is what God said, what Jesus said when um, he was being tempted by Satan. So we need to stay away from idol. From having idols in our life, God frowns on idol worship. We have to worship only Him, only Him. Anything that is an idol is definitely worshipped. That's something. Whatever is an idol is being worshipped. You can say, eh, "I'm just no, I'm not worshiping the person. I'm not singing praises to the person. I'm not doing that." But as long as it's, it's an idol, it is being worshipped. And it's not the fact that we love or admire that thing. That person or that thing is not because of we love that thing. It is because the fact that we are worship or allow that thing to take the place of God in our life. That's just it. That's just the plain truth about it. It's not the fact that we love. It's not that God is saying don't like this person, don't love this person. No, but just because the person, the the person or something is being worshipped and takes the place of God in our life. And just like I said in previous episodes, I think I said it like three to four episodes episodes ago, which was I said that our God is a jealous being. <laughs> I think you know when we have, when you are in relationship and there's this thing about uh, when they say these same ladies as being jealous and all those things. When you have a jealous partner and all those things, see their own jealousy. Jealousy actually is small thing, but when it comes to God's God's jealousy, Jesus, God is a jealous being. He is a jealous being. He wants to have what's us to himself. Sure you understand. So um that's why you have to live a consecrated life. You have to have a fellowship with God, a, 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 a communion with God in such a way that God takes preeminence over any anything in your life. God takes the focus, God takes your priority, like you prioritize God over every other thing. No, somebody might say that that is that is being selfish. That is, but it's just the way it is. And all these things are not actually hard for us to do. Why did I say that? Which is um, see, if you love something, you will not want to do anything that will harm that person, that thing. So if you love God, you will not want to do something that will harm God, that will make God feel so betrayed, that will make God God feel rejected. So it bounces back to the fact that do you love God? 
do you love god please ask yourself that question do you love god so um god doesn't want us to worship anything apart from him so now the next thing we're going to be talking about is um i'm going to be talking about is how to find idol or idols in our life so yeah um, in my book actually list out two methods that can't be um that you can do that you can use but at the same time one is more, uh, more more of importance than the other and i'm going to tell you the first is uh, you can find it hard by checking your life and um sure you know i, I think i once mentioned that um, um i'm a psychology student so you get so something like that more like um a, a psychology is um a psychologist in the making something like that so so there's this thing we talk about in psychology which is introspection you look inward you know you look into yourself and check um what is in your life that you might have placed above god see you cannot just do that just by walking around and just you, know, you need to sit and take time sit down probably in the calm environment check your life check every aspect of your life probably your finances your relationship with people with parents with your uh, spouse with your probably your um fiances things like that and um, check it very well check if you've placed them above god in fact check your relationship with god at the same time too if there's something in your quiet time that you place above god if it is your Bible that you place above God, there's something something is wrong thing. In as much that the Bible contains the word of God, you still need to place God above every other thing. So that anything that takes your attention or gives from more than, from God that takes your attention or gives more than God, check it out. Then the second method is you can also find it out through the help of the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. It will always tell you the right thing. That is, that is fact. That is, it bounces back to the fact that you need to have the Holy Spirit. See, I, I used to say that you cannot be a believer without the Holy Spirit. It's not possible. I said something is wrong when you, in the process of you giving your life to Christ. Because this is it. Once you give your life to Christ, you get the Holy Spirit. It's like a package. A package deal. You give your life to Christ, you are getting the Holy Spirit. People say, when I gave my life to God, I was not speaking in tongues. Yes. Speaking in tongues is just a sign of you having the Holy Spirit. And another thing is that you have to activate the Holy Spirit. How do you activate the Holy Spirit? I think I talked about it last week or two weeks ago. Which is, you are supposed to allow the Holy Spirit into your life and permit Him to walk in you. See, He works with permission. If you don't permit the Holy Spirit to work, He will not do anything. He He will just be there and be redundant. So allow the Holy Spirit to come into your life and walk in you. So ask if you ask the Holy Spirit, it will tell you what is an idol in your life. Because why? Holy Spirit searches our hearts. You know, when you're praying to God now, as the Holy Spirit searches our mind to know what is our, our, our problems. You know, um Romans, I think I don't know whether I wrote it down. Romans chapter 8 verse 27 talks about something like that. Please, you can check it your Bible. Check your Bible. It talks about the fact that Holy Spirit checks our heart and brings out our groanings that cannot be uttered. I don't know. Let's check that. Do we have time? You can just check it out. And groanings that cannot be uttered. So checks it, checks our heart. The spirit that has the ability to do something, do that, can actually check our heart and check what is right in our heart, what is wrong in our heart, what we place above God and tell us what it is or who it was who it is 
with with an idol what's an idol in your life and anything based above god and so now and i, I mentioned two two methods and i, I yeah I'm, I'm telling you now that i would really advise you eh, to choose the one of the holy spirit choose the holy spirit method because it is so much possible for us to not to do um to belittle some things in our life as being an idol because we might just not be consciously aware that they are actually an idol or we don't want to see it as an idol it might be an attitude it might be an attitude it might be a behavior that is an idol or something that is an idol in our life so you need the holy spirit so that's what the holy spirit is needed to search our heart and um yes this thing why do you think in the in david says something in the bible that's like um i think psalm psalm 120 it's no sorry psalm 139 is it 139 or 129 ah, let me check i think it's 139 sorry oh. psalm yeah what's psalm 139 Okay, Psalm 139. Psalm 139, verse 23 to 24. It says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there is any wicked way in me and lead me into everlasting way everlasting. So why do you think David said that? Because he knows that he cannot fully know all aspects of his heart. So you need to ask the, ask the Holy Spirit to search it. So David knew that it is actually possible um, for he um, to know that, that that there may be things that might have offend that that is offending God or might have taken the place of God in our life. David knew that. That's why he told God to do what to search his heart. So at the same time, we need to like tell Holy Spirit, tell Holy Spirit to search her heart and take anything that um, you know. At that point in time, Holy Spirit was not uh, was not was not present on head at that point in time we if not even they talk about the holy spirit had not actually started at that point in time but no we actually don't sorry sorry they actually talk about the spirit of god in some different verses in old testament but at that point in time it was more people talk more about god people i don't think people really actually knew about the spirit of god at that point in time she understand so at that point in time it was telling god to search his heart and Tell him his weaknesses. Tell him which area of his life is not according to God. It's not um, it's not of God there. So the last thing we're going to be talking about is what to do after finding the idols in your life. What do you do? And the only thing, hmm, and the only thing you can do is what is to put them under the submash, uh, submission, put them into submission under Christ. It's like dethroning them. It's like I'm, this is more practical now. It's like dethroning them. If they are number one, you put them at number, they are number five, or put them at number two. And God must take preeminence. God must take number one. And that's not easy to do, because this thing, in as much as they are, they are little, they will still contend with a lot of things. They will still contend with the place of God. They want to fight back. So. You do what you tell God to take control and come and fill up the space that those idols that we are occupying. You tell God, see, it is more practical here. Yeah. A lot of times we talk about things in churches and all, and they don't talk about the practical aspect of those things. We need to be practical in whatever we are doing. Practic- practicalize it. 
you have idol you have something that you've noticed as an idol what do you do you put them you pray eh? you pray put them under the submission put them into submission under christ then tell god to come and fill those places up because you cannot do it with your own strength it's not as if you cut your heart and say yeah god take number one and this one take number two no it's not possible you have to pray it out and tell god to come and control and come and fill those places up and tell God to help you with it. See, you have the Holy Spirit. See, we have oftentimes we believers we don't always um we don't always use the Holy Spirit, and He wants us to use Him. Shake it. Tell the Holy Spirit to help you, and He will. You tell God, take the Holy Spirit to help you with the obsession you have with those things, and He will. So as Christians, I think this is something we need to understand, you know. Uh, I, 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 I said that this podcast is basically about things that um, we don't, they don't necessarily talk in church. But it's not as if our pastors don't know them, but just, they just don't talk about it. It's just, they are more focused about some other aspects, she understands. So anything that is an idol in our life that takes the place of God is an idol. And we need to put them into submission under Christ. I hope you guys have been blessed with today's episode and um, you've learned one or two things. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you. I'll see you next week. Bye.